Welcome to the I'm a Health Visitor podcast. We want to help health visitors stay up to date, so we're here to give evidence-based information and insight into relevant practice issues. We're currently supported by the CPHVA Education Development Trust, McQueen Bursary. Hi everyone, it's Amy here. Welcome to this week's I Am A Health Visitor podcast. Today we're going to be um, listening to a brilliant interview between Jen and the wonderful Maria Renshaw who runs Colchester Sling Library, um, also known as Beautiful Bonds now. And she's going to share loads of really amazing information and practical tips um, about baby wearing with us. So um Hopefully you'll enjoy listening to that interview that Jen's done and settle in and enjoy it. And I'm really excited to bring you another episode very soon about the uh, academic research on baby wearing because I know there's absolutely tons of really wonderful um, papers that we can share with you um, that will also supplement your practice in this area. So yeah, here comes the interview and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I did. it's Jenny here and this week we're going to talk about um, slings and baby wearing and I've been joined by Maria Renshaw who runs Beautiful Bonds which used to be known as Colchester Sling Library. I mean it's a bit of a tongue twister when it comes like that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, so do you want to tell me a bit, I, I think we, we've just been chatting and things, I feel like I've told you my life story, <laughs> um, but how how have you ended up coming, being involved in slings and baby wearing and things, what was your journey? Um, so basically it started with my first child, um, my mum is a midwife so I was actually living over in Canada in Toronto at the time Oh wow! and um, she just sent me, she bought me a stretchy wrap and said I've seen people using these. I think it will be really good for you. Yeah. So um, I did. I practiced before my son was born. And then when he was born, both me and my partner used it. And we really loved it. Oh, fantastic. Um, and then we just kind of started to buy a few more as he got bigger. Yeah. There was um, a sling library in Toronto as well. So we popped along to that a couple of times to get advice. Um, so that's kind of how it started, and oh, then um, and then I worn all my children. Yeah, in, and them. so at that point with your oldest, was mm. it? Because I know these days, if you go onto sort of YouTube or something, there's so many yeah. videos immediately showing you how to use this. I mean, especially the stretchy wraps. Mm. It does at first when you're looking at it, think you think, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to do this without tying myself in knots or getting the baby tied in knots? Was it a time when there were the videos there to watch or was this sort of pre-YouTube-ish? Um, yeah, I mean, I assume there probably was some, but it never occurred to me at the time mm. to look for videos because yeah. the, the slings themselves come with instructions. Yes. So we just kind of followed those. And right. you know, look now with all the knowledge I have, looking back on my photos, like, they're very cringy. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did it. <laughs> and some of them, I like, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm all to my clients. I'm like, you must not do this. Yes. You must not do this. Yeah. But, you know, I've done it. I was doing it back then with the first. Yeah. Because back then, yeah, there were things 
that because it was relatively new that people did that you probably shouldn't have because less was known yes um and yeah i did them all <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, things like i mean the thing i'm thinking because i used oh god what was it a close like a ring sling yes a with sling. my daughter mm. and in fact my son a little bit as well um but i know there's the whole thing of yeah, you, you go out and suddenly feel like she was uneven and that she's got one leg up near her ears almost and one knee sort of hanging yeah. down and things. <laughs> or is it little things like that where it's just like you need to yeah, straighten them out exactly. and uh, yeah, oh crumbs. Um, and so, because I mean, obviously we're, we're in the UK now, so you came back yeah. from Toronto. Yes, we came back when um, my eldest was about 18 months. Yeah. Cool. And um, I was a, so I was a research scientist. Um, prior to that oh. and um but when we moved back here i decided i didn't it wasn't a passion and i didn't want to be um someone because to go further in research you know you have to give up a lot of time and yes. i always knew that i wanted to spend time with my kids so yeah i decided i would change careers okay. when i came over here what kind of research was it was it sort of lab based or it was lab based yeah. yeah oh god yeah that's a lot of time spent in very brightly yes. lit rooms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you, you're expected to do overtime for no extra pay and all of that. And I just, it's not very conducive to having a family yeah. and raising them the way I wanted to. Yeah. So yeah, we made a decision. My partner still is in science. Um, oh, cool. But I, I was like, yeah, no more. So um, when I came back to the UK, I spent time not working, just looking after my son. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as just looking <laughs> after your son, to be fair there. Yeah. But then that was what, all I was doing, rather than yeah. working and looking after Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Um, it was Again, it was it was my mum, my lovely mum. She... Um, suggested I try do work as a maternity care assistant because I kind of knew that I um, wanted to get into some kind of baby thing because yeah. I'd had such good support, not just with things, um, with my breastfeeding over yeah. in Toronto, there was breastfeeding drop-ins that I yes. went to. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to somehow help. Um, and you know, because we were alone in Canada and we were one of the only friend of our friends out there that had had children. So it was tough and there wasn't, loads of you know you, every month feels a bit like that where you no. it's unexpected how yes. hard it is yeah so, so i you knew had, i wanted to yeah. help in that and actually you really you really had to try and look and work build your own village yeah, around yeah, yourself yeah. yeah so you came back and, and so was that in hospital that you were doing being maternity assistant or yep so i did so i became maternity care assistant just as i got pregnant with my second i always find it's really good to do that sort of thing just yeah. as you're pregnant because it's like <laughs> and so i'm gonna give it a fair try yeah. of around about six months and then yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i worked in i worked on community mostly oh so, fantastic um, which I loved because I got to go out to see the mums when they yes. just had their baby. Although I did help out in antenatal clinics as well, so that yeah. was nice as well. So I learned all the blood pressure and, yes. and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I went on my daily leave to have yeah. my, my second. Um, and then I did, I started to go to the sling library that was here. Right. So um, that's kind of how I met a few friends and things, um, and 
Let's try to remember the timeline now. Don't I go back to work? I think I went back to work first. <laughs> I went back to maternity care assistant. Yeah. And um, I worked in the community first. But then I did actually get a position as an infant feeding MCA in oh, the hospital, in the, on the ward. Yeah. Um, and so while this was happening, I one of my friends um, had got a, a baby wearing school to come and do a course here in culture stuff oh, so brilliant. she knew that it was something that i was yeah. interested in so she asked if i wanted to do it as well so i went and did that with her and a couple and a few other people um and became a consultant so i kind of skipped with the baby wearing i skipped the peer supporter yes um and just went straight into consultancy oh fantastic mm. and because when you because you've got the lecce league background as well was yes. that at the same time as you did yeah so that feeding? was kind of happening the same time so i was already i actually started going to the lecce meetings when i first moved to um colchester yeah and then they asked if i wanted to train to be a leader so i did that and that was actually while I was pregnant with my second yeah. and then while he was a baby. Brilliant. Um, that I accredited. So I was already um, an Electri Liga when I got the position yes. as the infant feeding MCA. So. Brilliant. Oh my God, they were spoiled rotten to have you with that <laughs> background. Because it's something even, I'm mm. sure you're aware that the the training you get for the Electri League mm. is sort of far superior even to what is offered with the, the BFI training yes. and things. yeah. Um, and I know from chats we've had, that's still kind of something which it's that thing when you've got these skills and this knowledge, mm. you, everything blends into one a bit. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, sure, yeah. dear. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so you're now running the, the Sling Library yeah. and doing, I mean, you've got so many different ways of parents to get in touch with. And I think it's mm. fairly typical for most Sling Libraries that they have this mixture of mm. consultations and then the drop-in groups and yep. things. And just, I love that it's it's that kind of, or I, I think I was thinking of it as multi-level access where yeah. you don't have to just pay for someone to come and see you specifically. Yeah. But I know having been to your drop-ins as well, they're lovely, um, just sort of mix of Sling advice mm. and like, play group and mother group mother and yeah. toddler group and things so they're great and i mean because i mean so i mean how, how many slings do you have <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen pictures yeah. <laughs> so me personally i think i have that i own i think i've got about six um okay that's not so bad that's not too bad no. but that's only because i then the, then took over the sling library so yeah. I don't have to buy any of my own ones anymore because oh, I can no. just use the library And you can, ones. well, surely you're not just using the library ones, you're test running them yes. yeah. so that you can give honest, exactly. validated advice and support yeah. on their usage. Yeah. I mean, I suppose the issue is now that your little ones are older, do you find yourself mm. having to borrow babies? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually it was quite lucky because I actually um, had my third son as I was taking over the library oh, and perfect. so I got to use him so I have tried out most probably all the things I own I have tried it um but yes now that they are a bit bigger the new the newer newborn ones I do I tend to have to use my dolls unfortunately oh. although my sister has just had a baby I was gonna so say actually you're a new auntie aren't you so, yes exactly <laughs> and um, yeah I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> appearing as models yeah. soon on your... <laughs> 
<laughs> and actually one of your peer supporters is about to yes, have a baby yeah, so that's, true, that's yeah. very exciting yeah i'm not sure she'll let me borrow well, she'll just be using i was gonna say she can, she can just you can you, you can practice on your cinematography <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll just give her the sling and say there you go you can try this one <laughs> and because i mean because there is it's that thing where i think you can get a bit muddy at times because it feels like every time when I've looked back at slings there's new different ones so as mm. I said I, I remember because I, I don't even think I see many of them or the re, the soft ring slings yeah the, and the I know there's like it, yeah. structured carriers mm-hmm. which are sometimes called buckle carriers or are those different no they, yeah so, so there's loads of different names which can be confusing but pretty much they all mean the same thing yeah so the word sling just encompasses all carry all baby carrying de- you know devices, devices. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people will think of slings and they think of you know the soft the hippie, wrap so the, oh. the soft wrap ones yeah. and, and that sort of thing but when um te- generally when we use sling we just mean anything that's yeah. holding a baby yeah um but but yeah some people a lot of people will differentiate between the soft ones or the the tying ones as slings and then carriers being the, the sort of more structured yeah. yeah so yeah so there's lots of different so there are different words yeah they could be called buckle carriers or they could be called soft structured carriers right but, so generally it's like carriers are those and yeah. things are the other sorts yeah but... and because and I mean, pre- I mean nearly all of them are sort of suitable for sort of from birth right through and is there any kind of ex-age where i know with myself i moved on to a more structured carrier mm. when i mean my daughter wasn't big by any stretch it was, it was, she was a tiny little slip of a thing mm. but I moved on from the the ring sling I sort of felt like she she felt like she was pulling away from me yeah. a bit more and more and so I moved on to a, a sort of structured carrier when she was probably about four or five months old yeah. I'm trying to think of the company actually I think it's a company based down in Cornwall but they did it where you could hire a sling for a couple of weeks from them and then get a discount if you were buying it oh, through yes, them. Oh, yes, yes. I can't remember the name of the company now. But, Was um, it um, South... Because now she's just called... I think I know who you mean. She's called Romy Hunt. Oh, okay. Maybe Romy Consultant. But she used to be South something slings oh, and I can't remember no. what it was. But she's yeah. in... Well, she's down that way, I think. I don't so. know, actually. No, I think it might have... It was... Now I've gone blank because I was on their mailing list for ages as well. <laughs> it had it wasn't an individual name. It was like it yeah. was like a, a company. I like, yeah. I had yeah. Becco Gemini was. Oh the one. yes. I loved that, was that my first one. Carrier. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it was just interesting how it it felt that bit more secure mm. where I could do. I think having bits to tighten just to help me feel a bit more like oh right yeah. yes. <laughs> you're in and you're not going anywhere <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's def- this is the thing there's so many different ones it is personal preference because some people will find the stretchy wrap much more supportive and then they don't like the bulkiness of the yeah. buckle whereas other people were like cannot be doing with this i was gonna say and yeah and so they just want to have a buckle but yeah i i do i do always try to advise that they need you need to think of um the newborn stage and then after they're yes. your two they're your two separate times because when they're a newborn their needs are very different you know they need to be held close they want to be yeah. sleeping on you they want to be feeling like they're you know still inside yeah right? so the the yeah. carriers and the wraps that we recommend are very close fitting like you're close yes. to do 
yeah. generally around three and four months when the babies start to get a bit more aware they want to be sitting up they want to be looking around yeah. <laughs> then people will move on because yeah. then the need has changed definitely and they to yeah something else so. yeah and i mean I, I, I think there are the occasional unicorn babies who even at three four months old are still like no let me just snuggle <laughs> yes. in but yeah I, di I didn't i definitely didn't have those <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um and that's a really good way of thinking about it as well as that kind of two-phase mm. thing. And, um, and yeah, and I suppose with the library as well, you do, and, and I think a lot of libraries, Oki do it where you actually, you, you kind of just hire the yeah. carrier. And so you don't have to worry about kind of meeting the cost of it because, I mean, some mm. of them are eye-wateringly expensive. Yes, they are. And it's that annoying <laughs> thing where I flinch sometimes. The amount of times I see baby beyonds and even though the design has improved amazingly mm. Mm. i mean no longer are they hanging off your shoulders no yeah but i still flinch a bit because i just think sometimes for the if people knew of a lot of the other brands they mm. could save themselves probably a mint or yeah. knew about the sling libraries yeah. and things um it is that thing where it's still almost pertaining to you know, this myth of having everything brand new for a yes. baby. It's yeah. like, no, go second hand yeah. <laughs> or just borrow oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. I mean, it's um, one of one of my pet peeves is yeah, people saying, "Oh, I just bought that one," but then it's yeah. like, "Oh, did you use it though?" Well, it wasn't very comfortable, so I didn't use it for very long. So then they stop baby wearing. Which is such a shame yeah. because actually, if what like even if they'd have bought the car the carrier, like I we offer the service. Most libraries will offer a service that you can just come for a minimal amount of money and get your own sling fitted. Yes. So even if you've bought one and you're finding it uncomfortable, we usually have some tips that will help make it more comfortable. Yeah. But also, if you'd have just come and you know if people come and try some first, then you'll know whether you're going to find it comfortable. So yeah, I, you know. I'm always trying to get people to just come, even if they don't want to come and hire. No. Just come and do a 30-minute session, try a few on, you know, the ones yeah. that you think you might want to buy. Yeah. See which one is the most comfortable, and then yeah. you know for sure. And because also, and I know we've kind of talked a bit um, probably about sort of mm. antenatal and how how do you find pregnant <laughs> clients? But am I right to think even during pregnancy you can give them really quite accurate advice on what carriers would work for them and what yeah. carriers wouldn't work? And I suppose sometimes seeing the the parents together or the the carers together yes. is really helpful from that point of view of okay, so you know, you're this shape, you're that shape. Yeah. This works for both of you <laughs> equally well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like getting them when they're pregnant is the ideal time because you can then give all this information before they they think about going and buying or um and that sort of thing. And although it is because the, generally all slings are going to fit the baby. Um, it's the parents that are going to find it comfortable. Like we quite often compare carriers to a pair of shoes because yeah. you know you might love a pair of high heels, but your partner, no, they might fit him, <laughs> but he's probably not going to find them as comfortable. So it's much like that. It is very personal. So yeah. if you can try them on and, and find ones that will fit both of them, yeah. I mean, when okay. if, if the mother is very pregnant then that does make it trickier to fit to yes. so you have to you have to bear that in mind but generally they'll they'll know if it feels comfortable yeah. or not no, excellent yeah. and safety wise what are those so i know i think sort of familiar with the ticks yeah these those key things about what we're looking at for safety mm -hmm. are they so i know head close enough to kiss yeah <laughs> 
and then I go a little bit hazy. I know there's something about chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the chins, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so ticks um, was the first kind of one that came out, and it is still still generally considered the standard, but um, people are moving a little bit away from that just because there's more to it than the things. Okay. But basically, your main safety ish, um, things to think about is, yes, the close enough to kiss. So basically, you want the head on the hard part of your chest yeah. because you don't want them to be any way sort of restricted their airways no. if they're too low so they need to be higher and i always say it's generally higher than you think they should be yeah because most people are wearing them down low yeah always i find as well i it's the dads i i don't see babies often hanging low with mums i'm guessing because mums often <laughs> yeah, have the boobs so you away. know you need to be higher than boobs <laughs> but then i often mm. see dads who must have it probably set on the same sort of adjustments that their partners have it and they're kind of sort of yeah. hanging down so low <laughs> yeah. and and just, they... I always want to sort of sneak up and just tighten straps <laughs> up on them so uh, yeah the thing with that is because the men because men do not have breasts it's not so much a safety concern because no. the baby is less likely to be smothered. So as long as they can see the baby's face, oh, okay. it's not as much a safety concern. Okay, as I'll, women. Maybe, However, I'll maybe stop judging then. <laughs> I, when I see them, I think that cannot be comfortable no. because obviously the lower something is on you, the more the your centre of gravity is yes. kind of pulled forward and yeah. it's going to ache more. You're not yeah. probably won't be able to do it as long. So the higher up the baby is on you, the more comfortable, comfortable. you will feel wearing the baby. Yeah. yeah. Yes, wear the baby. Don't let the baby wear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, airway clear and things. Yes. Well. And so, chin off the chest. So we generally say chin off the chest. I think yeah. you're thinking. But generally, Absolutely. if a chin is is down on the chest, then the baby is probably slumping, and so the carrier is probably a bit too loose. Okay. Um, we. Um, I was trying to think of another one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, the tightness-wise, you want it to be tight enough so that when you lean forward, the baby doesn't fall right. away yeah. from your body, yeah. but not so tight that you can't get that nice kind of J shape. Okay, so oh, so around the back curved, of the bum. And then the bum goes yeah. up to, yeah. to the knee sort of thing. I see. Um, and then you want to make sure you've got nothing hanging on the floor. So some carriers obviously have long oh, tails yes. or buckles yeah. that will dangle. Yeah. So you've got to make Yeah, safe. I always find it's like a critical thing where it's like, yeah, not quite enough to get round me a second time. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but trailing, you know, with these big elaborate bows and yeah, things. But just just getting it up and off up. the floor. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. um, so I, oh, yeah, I always think it's, and I know sort of having seen you doing the mini consultation a few weeks back, it is that thing where with the stretcher when you've got a really young baby you're always putting it on like you're putting a top on aren't you it's yeah. not like you're not actually leaving any allowance you're not having to mm. pull out anything for the baby just always put it on as tight as because i'm guessing it's easier to loosen it up than it is to tighten it up once you've got the baby in does that make sense or? um it does make sense i see what you're saying but generally if it's too tight, then you won't oh, be yeah. able to get the baby in. No. Whereas if you can get the baby in, then it, that is probably yes. the right tightness. Yeah. No. I'm th- well, I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, obviously, not looking at putting on like a skin tight top. No, no. Just sort of, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's tighter Comfort again, tighter kind of... than you think it's going yes. to be. So yeah. that when you you can test it by stretching it in yes. front of you, and basically you want to be able to stretch it out. Yeah, the, the I think it's that baby. thing of you. You use they're made made with stretchy like rich materials for a reason, so you yeah. can use that stretch. Yes. You know? <laughs> um, and I think something actually that because I think we're very good at 
the top half and the airway management mm. and knowing about that. But there are some considerations around hips and yeah. knees, aren't there, as well? And I think the thing that it, we possibly don't know as much about is about the sort of how to position. So am I right in thinking knees should be a bit higher than the hips yeah. in yeah. the baby carry? Yeah. yeah, that's right. So we call it um, the M. So it's always it's all about letters, isn't it? So yeah, the M no. because the knees are the top of the M and the bum is the bottom. I see. Yeah, and then up yeah. Again. yeah. So um, that is the like the most natural ergonomic position. When they're a newborn, their knees could be facing inwards. You know, when yes. you pick up a newborn, they're still oh all yeah, scrunched still scrunchy. Up. Yeah. So what your aim is just to to fit that sling around that I scrunched see. up position because yeah. they they are the best at, at getting in the right position. Yeah. And then as they get older, obviously their legs, their hips start to spread, and so yes. their legs spread as well. Yeah. But you still generally want the knees a bit higher. But when it comes to the hip um, and the hip dis- and hip dysplasia and stuff like that, the wearing a baby if they're le- with their legs dangly, so like the old-fashioned oh, yeah, narrow, the narrow base, carrier, base yeah, yeah, is not going to cause hip problems in your baby. No. But if your baby is prone two hip problems it's going and having to it like that will probably trigger trigger hip problems but yes. of course you don't know no. if it's not if it's not an obvious one that's not been picked up by yeah visitors yeah, or yeah. Nike, then you're not going to know if your no. baby is prone to hip problems no. so it's better to always have them in the in the proper position yeah and i think sometimes well i know i think i've seen reels before, recently about sort of making sure with the waist if you're using a, a belted carrier make sure that waistband is actually high enough because I think sometimes you can have it where the waistband can be the lowest point and actually am I right in thinking you almost need baby's bum to be sort of level with that waistband so that you've got that support does that make sense for yeah yeah <laughs> So yeah, so a lot of people will lots, wear... lots of lots of pointing I'm doing here that's just not going to yeah, come no. across in the podcast. Um, lots of people will put the waistband lower, and again, it's always higher than you think it's going to be, especially with a newborn because yes. they are so small. Yeah, and a lot of the buckled carriers, the soft structured carriers, work in that the waistband will go on, and the bum actually kind of almost goes um, in front yes. of the waistband, so it kind of dips. Um, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it that will make it clear. But it's like the bum is lower than the waistband. So a lot of people will do it so that actually the baby is sat on top of the waistband. But what you want is for it to be slightly lower Lower. than the waistband. And actually that makes sense because I think when it's higher than the waistband, then you're going back to having that weight on your shoulders again rather than the weight being held on the waistband. It's it's almost like there should be a bum bag rather than a kind of... Yeah. Oh. I mean, I would say that is probably the most common quick fix when yeah. people are wearing that sort of carrier. Um, is because it will, if the baby is sat on top of the waistband, it will also pull the waistband. The weight will pull the waistband away from your body slightly. Yeah. It's going to cause you discomfort. Yeah. So making sure the waistband is at a ninety degrees angle, flat against your stomach, and that the baby is slightly, the bum is coming slightly yeah. below the waistband is actually. Um, one of the quickest ways um, to solve someone's discomfort. I was going to say, I bet it must always be instant yes, relief yeah. when they do that. <laughs> I go, oh. um, and I mean, because there's sling libraries sort of internationally, yeah. but nationally as well. Is there a, a simple sort of go to place to look out for where sling libraries are locally to you? I know. Yeah. So lot... 
um, there is a place called Sling Pages. Uh, Sling Pages. So you can just Google that; it will come up. Oh, fantastic! It's, um, run by the chef uh, by people up in Sheffield. So there was a, a you know a massive um, a boom, like baby wearing boom, is kind of started from up there, and okay. that's where I said boom. I thought it's going to be boob. 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 Massive yeah, no, boom. Boom. <laughs> um, where Rosie um, Knowles, Rosie oh. Knowles, um, who is a GP, and um, oh, she cool. is very famous in the baby wearing world. She's yeah. written a book as well. I was to say, having just noticed that book, so there mm. is one of those lovely Pinterest Martin yes. books that she's written as yeah. well, which uh, we will pop in the links at the end of this. Yeah. We can pop pop the um, link to uh, Sling Pages Sling in there Rogers, as well. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned as well that there's different like levels of. So you're a, a guy, oh a consultant so consultant yeah. yeah. And then the peer supporters are guys who yeah. work with consultants. So not necessarily. Or... So basically, um, if you have done most libraries will be run by someone that has at least a peer supporter qualification. Yeah. Um. But if they want to offer consultations and one-to-ones and that sort of thing, they will generally have done um, a consultancy course. I so um, my peer, my peer supporters in my library have all done a basic peer supporter training, um, and then myself and now um, one of my peer supporters has recently done her consultancy training. So now we have two baby wearing consultants. Fantastic. So she's able to do consultants as well. So yeah, there's kind of those two different levels. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. But no, well, thank you. It's been so much useful information. And I know you mentioned about how many sort of families do come to you having been referred sort of by or sort of signposted by health visitors, yeah. which is fantastic. Yeah, I'm always um, nice. Yeah. Mm. Um, and no, and it's brilliant and just so useful. And yeah, especially um for any student health visitors who um as part of health visitor training you do these days where you go out you have about 15 days of your training where you can choose where to go to um sort of give a more holistic oh, rounded okay. view yeah and i've gone blank on what these days are called um <laughs> which is hilarious it's it, ah. um but um but yeah i highly recommend for any student health visitors getting in touch with your local sling library mm. to do a morning with them because i think it's just really useful to see these different agencies that can be involved with families mm. and just seeing like, family support from different angles and things well because I think it is that thing we all have these unique pieces of jigsaw sometimes yeah. and knowing how they all link together can be really useful yeah oh but Maria thank you ever so much thank you That's you so useful. oh no worries that was absolutely brilliant and thank you so much Maria again for um, sharing all of your knowledge and experience there it's really helpful to think about how a, a sling library works in practice and hopefully everyone's going to be um, signposting their parents to parents they're working with to those resources you mentioned and um, looking up their local sling library to send people into the wonderful world of baby wearing um thanks very much for listening everyone if you want to get in touch with us you can email us on i am a health visitor at gmail.com you can also contact us on twitter or instagram at i am a hv or on facebook at i am a health visitor um thanks so much for listening again and uh, we hope you enjoyed it and we look forward to speaking to you again very soon bye